Good evening to you from me, Father Emil. Yes, welcome to the program as the sun sets. Always lovely to be with you. I know some of you driving home, some of you sitting at home waiting with your uh, candles lit, your breviary is in your hand. Whatever you're doing, let's just pause for a moment at the end of the day to thank the Lord for the gift of this day and ask his blessing upon us as we open ourselves to the Lord to speak to us in and through the scriptures. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia.
We are waiting in hope for the blessings of the glorious coming of our Savior. In God alone is my soul at rest. My help comes from Him. He alone is my rock, my fortress. I stand firm. How long will you all attack one man to break him down as though he were a tottering wall or a tumbling fence? Their plan is only to destroy. They take pleasure in lies. With their mouth they utter blessing, but in their heart they curse. In God alone be at rest my soul, for my hope comes from Him. He alone is my rock, my stronghold, my fortress. I stand firm. In God is my safety and glory, the rock of my strength. Take refuge in God, all you people. Trust Him at all times. Pour out your hearts before Him, for God is our refuge. Common folk are only a breath, great men an illusion. Placed in the scales, they rise, they weigh less than a breath. Do not put your trust in oppression, nor vain hopes on plunder. And do not set your heart on riches, even when they increase. For God alone has said only one thing, but only two do I know, that to God alone belongs power, and to you, Lord, love, and that you repay each man according to his deeds. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. We are waiting in hope for the blessings of the glorious coming of our Saviour. Let God bless us and let His face shed its light upon us. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God our God has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing until the ends of the earth revere him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let God bless us, and let his face shed its light upon us. All things were created in him, and he holds all things in being. 
Let us give thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. All things were created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. All things were created in him, and he holds all things in being. Our Gospel reading is from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. Jesus went into a synagogue, and there was a man who had a withered hand, and they were watching him to see if he would cure him on the Sabbath day, hoping for something to use against him. So he said to the man with a withered hand, Stand up out in the middle. And then he said to them, Is it against the law on the Sabbath day to do good or to do evil? To save life or to kill? But they said nothing. And then Grieve to find them so obstinate. He looked angrily around at them, and he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. So he stretched it out, and his hand was better. The Pharisees went out, and at once began to plot with the Herodians against Jesus, discussing how to destroy him. A good man was Jesus, a man who, when he spoke, 
had everybody hanging on every word that fell from his lips. But in this portion of the gospel, as I've been telling you over the last couple of days, we have Jesus really being confronted by the, by the, the Pharisees, the, the people who knew the law and the liturgies and so on. And everything is happening on the Sabbath day. He's curing people on the Sabbath day. His disciples are eating ears of corn on the Sabbath day. So everything is happening on the Sabbath because the Sabbath was such a holy day. We know that uh, from the book of Maccabees that for about 500 years before Christ, um, the Sabbath became a very, very holy day. And so people respected that day very, very highly. And so nobody would work on that day. And today, even the very Orthodox Jews will observe the Sabbath, the Saturday, with great reverence. And some of them don't even answer the telephone. Or they don't drive cars and that sort of thing. So the Sabbath is a very, very holy day. And so it features highly in the agenda of the Pharisees. So Jesus goes into a synagogue, whichever one that was, I don't know, unimportant, but it was on a Sabbath so this becomes something that the Pharisees are very observant about. They've come to realize now that Jesus is not concerned about the Sabbath. The Sabbath um, is, is a holy day. Yes, of course it is a holy day. But you remember his, Jesus said yesterday that man was made for the Sabbath, not the Sabbath for man. So the, the, the Sabbath is a holy day, but the needs of people are much more important than observing the Sabbath. If your ox falls into a hole, you'll pull him out on the Sabbath. If your wife fell into the river, you'll pull her out on the Sabbath. So there are many, many instances where while there is a Sabbath day uh, regulation, uh, Jesus is saying there are some things which are more important than that. And so he says to the, he says to the Pharisees, is it, is, it, is it right to give life of the Sabbath or not? Is it against the law on the Sabbath day to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? That's the question he puts to the Pharisees. And if they were honest with themselves and not so obstinate, they would have said, of course, you know, it's not against the Sabbath to, to, do, um, to do good. Um, and it is to save life is much more important than, than to kill uh, on the Sabbath and say. So, therefore, Jesus looks around it and says, you know exactly how you should be answering me, that there are things which are much more important than the Sabbath. Life is more important than the Sabbath. Doing good is more important than anything else, any law that might be against your traditions or against your customs and so on. And so, notice what Jesus uh, notice what St. Mark says about Jesus. Grieved to find them so obstinate. Grieved to find them so obstinate. My goodness, words which are pregnant with feeling and emotion. Jesus felt this deeply inside him, that these people could see and they knew the right answer, but they refused to acknowledge it. They were so closed and so obstinate that Jesus then looked angrily, not lovingly, angrily around at them. And then he said to the man, stretch out your hand. Let me show these people what life is all about and what I'm all about. And the man stretches out his hand. Well, 
I'm I'm really taken by by the the, the fullness of emotion, grieved to finding them so obstinate, and Jesus looks angrily around at them and he says to the man, stretch out your hand. So I think <laughs> I think today we have similar sorts of situations. I think sometimes I look around at the church and I can see people who are like the Pharisees, so intent upon the observance of this law or that law that seems to, to be so important, or we want to go back to this law of the past or that law of the past. And Jesus is trying to say, but please, just be open, be sensitive to the fact that there are people that, that need you now. There are some things much more important than some of the old traditions that we have and so forth. It's important to, to do good. It's important to give life and so on. And that some of these things are much more important than observing the Sabbath, for example. I mean, you might say to yourself, should I go to Mass now or should I look after my ailing mother? Of course it's important to go to Mass on a Sunday. I'm not saying that's not important, but much more important that you look after your ailing mother. <laughs> you might say, oh, really? Yes, there's no sin involved in not going to Mass on Sunday when you're looking after your ailing mother. That's a very practical thing. And so we need to be very sensitive to the way we interpret laws and apply them. And Jesus was really engaging with the Pharisees. He was grieved at their obstinacy because they could see and realize what the right thing to do was, but they refused to go down that road. And so Jesus was angry, <laughs> angry with them. And he says to the man, stretch out your hand, let me show you. So let's be very sensitive in our lives to the many ways in which the Lord calls us through situations, sometimes to waive, to dismiss certain laws and customs and things which are important, but not more important than this particular need right now. And what Jesus wants to do is to give life. And that's what he gives in abundance. So let's ask the Lord to give us the grace and the strength to, to have open minds about things and not to be too intent upon observance of the law as being much more important than giving life and saving life and doing good. Guard us, Lord, as the apple of your eye. Hide us in the shadow of your wings. Guard us, Lord, as the apple of your eye. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Guard us, Lord, as the apple of your eye. Show the power of your arm, Lord. Put down the proud, and exalt the lowly. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. 
He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Show the power of your arm, Lord. Put down the proud and exalt the lowly. At the end of the day, we give thanks to God the Father, who reconciled the whole universe to himself in Christ. Glory to you, Lord God. We thank you for the beauty of creation, and may the work of mankind not disfigure it, but enhance it to your greater glory. We thank you, Father, for all the good things we enjoy. Teach us to be grateful and to use them well. Teach us to seek the things that please you, and then we shall find you in all that we do. And Lord, as we journey towards the promised land, feed us with bread from heaven, and quench our thirst with living water. To you a thousand years are like a single day. Take up those who have died with hope in you and waken them into eternity. And Lord, we pray that we will always respect the laws and the rituals and the customs of our church and of our liturgy. But help us always to remember that there are some things much more important, like doing good, saving life, bringing hope to people every day of our lives. Give us the grace, Lord, and the strength and the courage to bring life where there is no life, to bring hope where there is hopelessness. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, whose name is holy, and whose mercy is proclaimed in every generation, receive your people's prayer, and let them sing your greatness with never-ending praise. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. You shall not die of thirst. You shall wander far in safety, though you do not know the way. You shall seek your words to foreign men, and they shall understand.
Well, we come to the end of our program as the sun sets. Lovely being with you for the last half hour. I wish you a wonderful, restful evening. And so from me, Father Emil, for now it's goodbye and God bless. <laughs>